things Miss A got a lot to say On all the things we go through within the day Politics, dating, recipes, traveling And yep, of course, I'm the karaoke queen I take no L's, I'm always booking flights This is my lovely lunatic Lee, your life Kaboom, get two steps in the room This is my lovely lunatic Lee, your life Kaboom, get two steps in the room This Yes, girl, yes. Hey, hello, everybody. Hello, hello, and welcome to my lovely lunatic Leo life. It's the one and only Miss A, and today I'm by myself, as you can see, but it's all good. Today's show is about to, um, I'm going to teach you guys or show you guys how to solo travel. I'm not going to say I'm an avid solo traveler, but um, I'm about to be an avid, and what did I just say? I don't know, but I'm about to be a solo traveler. Like, I love it. I've been to two places by myself, and the first place I actually went to, <coughs> excuse me, the first place I went to was New Orleans, and I kind of enjoyed being there by myself. So I was like, this is pretty dope, you know, um, I can do things on my own time. So I went to New Orleans, had a great time, I think I was only there for like four or five days. I planned everything ahead of time, and then I also went to uh, Thailand. But with Thailand, that wasn't planned. I wasn't supposed to go to Thailand alone. But it just so happened, like right before I was supposed to go is when stuff went down. So, um, I ended up going by myself, which is okay. I had no issues with going by myself. And one thing that I learned is that everything happens for a reason. So that was one of my big things over there to travel by yourself and not be scared. You know what I'm saying? Cause a lot of people are scared to travel alone, but I really tell you, it's like, one of the best things you can do. Um, I'm actually going for my 40th birthday in July. I'm going to Zanzibar by myself. And people wanted to come with me, but I really wanted it to be like a spiritual trip. Um, I went through a lot the last year, spiritually and mentally. So I didn't want anyone to come with me because I don't want any beef. I don't want any drama. If it's going to be drama, it's just with me and my mama. <laughs> Where's the laughter? Where's the laughter? <laughs> So, yeah, so I wasn't really too beat to have anybody come with me. So um, I'm pretty sure that I will have a great time because I do what I do when I want to do it. And that's the best part of traveling solo. Um, like I said, uh, one of the benefits is doing everything on your own time. You can sleep whenever you want to. You can go out whenever you want to. When I was in New Orleans, like, I was drinking pretty much all day. I got, had wine. I was in my room. I was going out to eat. And so by 5 o'clock, I was tired. So I went to sleep. I woke up around 1 o'clock, and I headed over to um, that main road where everyone goes and parties. You know what I'm saying? So it was like 1 o'clock in the morning when I left. And it was right after Mardi Gras. So it was kind of – it wasn't that many people like it would have been during Mardi Gras. I think it was like a week after Mardi Gras that I went. But I still have fun. I actually met people who I still talk to to this day through Instagram, of course. But it was dope. It was really good, very um, inspiring. You know what I mean? You meet people. And sometimes another benefit is meeting people. Because if you go with a group on a trip, you know, you have a couple friendly people here and there in that group. However, if somebody wants to approach you and talk to you, one person, it's easier for them to come and talk to one-on-one instead of that person versus a whole group of people. So I really think that traveling um, 
solo is I mean now listen it's not for everybody you know what I mean but I do think you should try it out one time and it doesn't have to be out of the country you can start with baby steps like I did and that was New Orleans you know what I mean just get away I'm telling you getting away is so much it feels good it's like you're having me time you know what I'm saying rather than staying at home watching tv or eating all the snacks you have, drinking all the sodas or whatever. At least you're out and you're experimenting and you're meeting new people, you're trying new foods, you know, learning new cultures. So I really recommend that you do travel solo. Um, I would say it also kind of makes you a better person because you're opening your mind more. Now, this is for my people who want to travel out of the country. You're opening your mind more, you're experiencing new cultures, you know, um, you're keeping your mind open of that. You're being respectful of these cultures, hopefully, because trust me, you do not want to get locked up overseas. I don't even want to get locked up over here. I definitely don't want to get locked up overseas, which I'll explain to you one time that I didn't, but my parents locked, put me on lock after this. <laughs> Stay tuned for that story. But, um, yeah, you're doing the same stuff when you're at home. So going out and traveling, it, it actually even, it might give you some confidence too, you know what I mean? Just to, you're free and you're proud of yourself. So you're free and you're proud of yourself for traveling out of the country or traveling solo. And, you know, it's just, it's just a great feeling. Like I, people always say, well, I'm too scared to do this. I'm like, listen, of course, going out the country, you have to be careful no matter what you do. You know what I'm saying? Even over here, you have to be careful. Don't go off with strangers, or if you're going to go off with strangers, make sure you're going with somebody you know. You know what I mean? So just be careful. You don't want to leave your drink unattended. You know, you don't want your organs ended up out of your body while you wake up in a freaking bathtub full of ice. You know? You just have to be careful. Um, another thing, WhatsApp is what I use when I'm overseas because that's easy for me to communicate with my family with video and phone and just chatting, you know. So WhatsApp is a good uh, source to use while you're out of the country. Um, I definitely recommend that. And also some countries do Uber. So just uh, be mindful of checking if they do Uber. And in most cases, they might not take a credit card. They'll take cash. I know in Ghana, they take cash instead of credit card. It's much easier with cash anyway. But it'll tell you how much you owe. And then once they drop you off, you go and you pay the driver cash, you know. So... It gives you confidence to travel. It's also a conversation starter because, listen, you're traveling by yourself. People love to hear these stories. I'm, people think I'm so brave for going away, and to me, it's not even a big deal. I just love to travel, and I'm not going to let anybody stop me from traveling. Now, I had mentioned that I went to Thailand, and um, initially, it was a group of six people. So every day, every day for like three or four months, everybody's calling me and texting me like, oh, can't, like, asking me all this information. And since I was the one putting the, the group together, I didn't mind it. Um, so I was getting the information. Even if I put it in the group chat, then someone else would ask me. I'm like, yo, y'all need to read this group chat because I'm giving all the information right there. What more do you want from me? So it's like people were being lazy. They didn't want to do it. And then when it came down to it for the deposit, I only heard from one person. Now, this guy was my friend. It was I think he was the only guy that was going to go. And the rest, it was like four females and then the guy and me. So towards the, like a month, um, two months before, like he already paid for his airfare. Um, I want to say we put a deposit for an Airbnb. We had a dope Airbnb. And then two months before we were supposed to go, he told me his girlfriend doesn't want him to come because it's just me and him going on a trip, which I'm not mad at it. I understand, but she didn't know you were going just with me in the beginning. Like you, I mean, 
him, I don't know if he lost his money or if he got it back, but that had nothing to do with me. We did what we said we were going to do, so I'm sure he was asked out of some money. But like I said, that had nothing to do with me. You're... <laughs> That's on him. So I still went. Um, and honestly, when I got there, it felt like a great time. Like I was supposed to go alone. And then from then on, I really appreciated the saying, everything happens for a reason. I was so happy to be by myself on this trip. And another thing about solo trips is doing the planning and the research. You want to research the country or the area that you're going to, um, like research their laws. You want to research... Um, like, for instance, I'm going to Zanzibar, and they're a Muslim country. So when I'm doing my tour throughout the city, I would have to cover up. You know, I'm not going to walk around half naked like I would if I was in the Caribbean somewhere. You know what I mean? So I'm going to be respectful of the culture. Um, plus, I just have a natural thing where people just stare at me. So if I go there half naked, I'm going to be stared at times 10. You know what I mean? And I don't want no problems. So... I'm definitely going to cover up when I'm out. But, of course, on the beach or when I'm on the boat, I'm going to wear whatever the fuck I want to wear. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so that's um, that's another thing about that. You just got to be careful. And, like I said, it's a conversation starter whenever you're traveling. People love to hear these stories. I love to tell these stories. And, you know, this is how you meet new people. Meeting people is always good. You know, you travel buddies. You have people that you become friends with. And the people that I have met, I actually still communicate with now to this day. And it's been three years, four years that I've traveled. And they're so supportive of everything I do. They want to listen to my podcast. They try to tell me to start my podcast again. They watch my vlogs. Um, I also do YouTube vlogs on um YouTube, <laughs> Miss ATV Adrian is M I S S A T V Adrian, and it's um separate words. So I love, and I I just found that out that I love to do videos when I went to Jamaica in 2020. I went to f- three places during the pandemic. 2020. I went to Jamaica for my birthday in July. I went to Puerto Rico, which wasn't planned, but it was cheap. So we went in September and then I went to Ghana in December. So I had a great travel year, the year of 2020 when Corona first hit, but it was just amazing. Um, at, you know, just trying to get yourself out and just traveling. Like people are so scared to travel. And I want you all to know sometimes it will improve your life just because you have an open mind, you have clarity, you see in foreign ways of life and it humbles you too, because some things you thought you had it bad over here, you go to another country or a state and you see it's way worse and you have a lot to be grateful for. So that's something else that you have to keep in mind. Um, and take smart risks. Just take smart risks. Be careful. Again, I'm just going to keep telling you to be careful because I don't want you saying, well, Miss A said I need to go by myself and do whatever I want. You can do whatever you want, but you also need to be careful, too, because you will end up in someone's ditch somewhere in some country. And we don't want that. We want you to go have fun and come back and tell everybody how exciting and great your trip was. Okay? Um, uh, You become kind of more independent also because if you're by yourself, you just not have no one to really depend on but yourself. You know what I mean? Of course, you can't be shy to ask questions to strangers like me. When I travel, 
I find weed in less than 24 hours. I Sometimes it's like less than five hours that I get to the hotel because I'm not ashamed to ask. And I do it in such a way that they don't feel disrespected. Um, what I say is, you know, I don't mean to offend you. And if you don't, I'm, I, if you feel offended, then I apologize. But I just got here and I'm looking to see where I could get weed from or marijuana. That's all I say. And I usually ask the hotel staff or the vendors on the beach, or the vendors on the street. Those are usually the people you can ask to go um, where they can get it. And most times, they'll bring that. They'll send that person to you, so you don't even have to go anywhere. That's one thing. If you're trying to buy some drugs, don't be trying to go off into the sunset with these people, or tell them like, don't don't go with them to go get it. Have them bring it to you. If they can't, someone else will bring it to you. Trust me. That's the way to be smart. You want to be very smart, okay? We don't want no problems again. So just be careful. But like I said, I find weed in no time whenever I go. And it's funny because whenever I post on my stories on Instagram, people are like, damn, how you get weed so fast? This is every time. Unfortunately, when I was in Thailand, I was in Chiang Mai first, and then I went to Phuket. So in Chiang Mai, I couldn't find any weed, and I was there for the first four days. And without that, I wasn't really eating much because I didn't have an appetite. You know what I mean? So I didn't want the weed to have the appetite, but I really didn't I find it until I went to Phuket. I went to um, a tattoo parlor across from my hotel because I wanted to get a tattoo, and luckily they had weed there. So he rolled it up for me. You know, that's another thing too. Be careful. He rolled it up in front of me, but you know, some places will roll it up and send, sell you joints instead of having the weed and you roll it up yourself. So just be careful with that. I'd rather buy the have the weed and roll it up myself instead of them rolling up for you, unless you're gonna roll it up and then you go away. You're not rolling up smoking with them because again, they're strangers. You got to be careful. You got to be smart. Um, now, how do I have the money to do all this traveling, you ask? Well, let me be honest with you. I'm going to be totally transparent. I live check to check. I'm working on that, guys. I'm, I'm really working on it. I know I'm too grown to be living check to check, but I do. So with traveling, there's certain hacks that you can do. And one of the hacks is to not, I repeat, no all-inclusive hotels. Because most of those, you have to pay up front. You know, so, and it's expensive for all-inclusive hotels. And most times also, when you travel solo, for some reason, they feel like they can charge you more because it's one person instead of two people. I've been explained why it's so stupid because you're still using, utilizing the room. It's not like you're using half of everything in the room. You're still utilizing the room. So some places do charge you more when you, when you go as a solo traveler. But um, I don't do all-inclusive hotels, and um, I usually don't do packages like on booking.com booking.com is my favorite place to book vacations because you can actually reserve the hotel and pay when the time gets closer to getting there or when you actually get to the hotel i find that some of the hotels in the united states you pay when you get there and the hotels out of the country you pay like a month at a month in advance. So that's one thing. And also when you're traveling by yourself, it's better to stay in a hotel or a hostel. <coughs> um, you don't really want to do an Airbnb because it's, I feel like it's safer at a hotel um, because you have a lot more people. Airbnbs by yourself, you can. I just don't recommend it. I feel like it's much safer to be in a hotel or a hostel. If you do a group, then Airbnbs are fine. You know what I mean? If someone breaks in, you got a whole bunch of people there. You're not just there by yourself. Sorry, guys, I got my new laptop, my Microsoft Window Pro. Um, yeah, but this mess is doing something right now. 
Yeah. So um, just, you know, do your research on the hotels. Booking a re- uh, vacation is not something that you could do right away. Like, it normally takes me a couple months to do it because I'm going here and there. I'm look- I'm waiting for the airfare to get better, number one. I can use Hopper, um, Booking.com, Expedia, TravelZoo. There's a lot of different places you can find airfare for good prices. And there are also travel hacks. If you don't have a specific day you want to go, you can do um, – Put in a date and put one or three days before or after that date so that way you're more flexible. And you will see a difference in price depending on the day you're going. One And one day difference could be like a, a difference of $300 if you travel from Wednesday instead of Thursday, you know. So that's another thing. Um, so I do like to book from Booking.com like I mentioned. And then I just um, reserve it. And now, not all the hotels allow you to reserve. Some of them you do have to pay up front or deposit. But if you put in the filter, you know, reserve only, then you can find some. And some of them come with breakfast also included. So that's a hack that I use. And with airfare, you just try it. Try one or three days. I usually like to travel on my birthday, so I have to be at this place on my birthday. So usually the one or three days doesn't work. But um, it's just something you learn as you go along, and it takes time. Um, so I've already, I already booked my airfare for Zanzibar and I've already reserved my hotel. Once you book your airfare, you know, it's officially official. You going, if I got to live on the streets cause I can't afford the hotel, I'm still going trust and believe, <laughs> but you know, I got two jobs now, so I'm definitely going to utilize and save. I'm, and I'm trying to move out of, out of, um, to Houston this year too. So I'm really trying to do a lot and go to Ghana in December too. So it's a lot going on this year for me. Hopefully, I'll be able to do it by God's grace. And um, that's what I do. Now, another thing that's very important is to buy travel insurance. I just started buying travel insurance. I never did it before because I saw one of my girls, Lydia Dinga. I love her from the UK. She went to Egypt, and she got seriously hurt. She had to go to the hospital from riding those doom buggies or whatever you call in the sand. So that made me think like, you know what, as much times as I love to do excursions, I'm going to start doing um, insurance. And some of it is not even expensive. Like you won't pay 30, it might be like $35, maybe $60 at the most. And you have a lot of coverage, helps you with the hotels, I mean, um, hospitals and stuff like that. So I do recommend you buy travel insurance. Okay. Now I mentioned also about, um, researching your destinations so that's very important and then also not just researching destinations but looking for excursions or tours to do whenever i go away i don't want to just sit in the hotel unless i need a day or two to rest but i want to explore the country i'm going to so usually i book all of my tours before i leave and that way also you save some money you don't like not really save money but you save the travel, the traveling money that you bring with you. So you don't have to worry about paying when you get to that country. So I, I pay ahead of time. One of my favorite places that I go to book excursions or tours is Viator, V-I-A-T-O-R. Um, TripAdvisor also, you can do that. And believe it or not, um, Airbnb, you can book tours with that. And usually it's with the people locally. So you can book local tours and you're helping the economy in that country too. You're paying these people directly instead of having someone that's from America living over there in Thailand and you're giving them the money instead of the locals. You know what I mean? And I just find that work being with locals, it really, it's great. You can ask them questions. They love foreigners. You know, they love to talk to you about their country and find out more about you and your country. 
So um, Airbnb, another one, you can actually book photographers while you're wherever you are. So you can have a mini photo shoot if you want, you know. So that and you know, as a solo traveler, you need pictures. You know, you need someone to take your pictures if you can't take it. I always bring my um, tripod with me, but at the same time, I can't carry it with me everywhere I go. So booking a photographer through Airbnb is a great idea. There's nothing wrong with that. All right. Um. Now, another thing that I do is before I go, like when I went to Thailand, I joined a group on Facebook called Brothers and Sisters of Chiang Mai. And these were expats, black expats who lived in Chiang Mai and were backpacking all across Southeast Asia for like years or months or was living in Thailand for years. So every Sunday they did um, Sunday dinners. So when I went, I arrived in Thailand on Saturday. Sunday, I had a book tour to do a motorbike tour, which was me on a motorcycle all day, which I was scared of motorcycles here, but I was out there in mountains, like going up a mountain. It was an all-day thing, like cars have to pass you because it's a narrow road. It was amazing. It was amazing. We stopped at an elephant sanctuary. We stopped at a village. We did a waterfall. But after that um, was dinner. So I went home. I went to my hotel quickly, showered, dressed, and then I went out to dinner, and I met all these people, and some of them I speak to still on social media. So that's another great way of meeting people, by joining Facebook or Instagram groups or pages and just looking for groups where you can communicate with people who are actually living in that country and start a rapport before you get there. That's a great way to meet new people and to maybe have lifelong friends, you know, or lifelong travel partners, you know. So that's one thing I would definitely recommend, joining a group when you go away. Um, now also activities, restaurants, eat locally. Don't always just go to these fancy restaurants. The local foods are very good. And sometimes it's way cheap, like mad cheap. So you like in Thailand, I could get a whole dinner for like $3 and this, if I eat locally, you know, and again, you're putting money into the hands of the people where you're visiting. So shop locally with, um, for souvenirs, eat at local restaurants, go to local bars, clubs, you know, and just and just support these people. You're visiting them. And you always want to respect the culture. You don't want to go, like if you go to Singapore, it's extremely clean over there. You don't want to litter because you can get arrested if you, <laughs> if you litter. So, again, this is why I advise that you do some research on, um, you know, things that are happening or research the country that you're going to because you don't want to go there and be surprised because you didn't know. This is also part of traveling solo, doing as much research as you can on that country. Right now, um, for Zanzibar, I, and I, I, before I go anywhere, I am obsessed with watching YouTube videos of foods, like where they go to markets to eat, um, like snorkeling or scuba diving. I've never, I've done snorkeling. I did that in PP Islands in Thailand. But for Zanzibar, I do want to scuba dive, which is going down deep into the ocean with the tank and everything. I've never done that before. So I'm so excited about that. They have a, a tortoise sanctuary where people can actually swim with tortoise. Um, there's tours to, to roam the city. Um, it's so much to do. And I've, on YouTube, most of them said it's better to actually go to the country and pay that to do some of those things. So that's what I'm thinking about doing, or I'm going to contact my hotel and have them help me book in advance. So that way I can spend the money that I bring with me for other things, not just for the, the tours, you know? And I typically usually bring a $1,000 with me anytime I travel anywhere. 
<coughs> and I use cash. I bring a thousand dollars cash and make sure you do have money in your card for the airport because most airports will not accept cash. Um, so I do tend to bring a thousand dollars with me if I can, even if I'm in the United States and that shit goes quickly. So if I book the tours and excursions ahead of time, I got the thousand dollars for partying or food or whatever, you know, so, and maybe come home with even some extra money. So that's another great thing about, uh, traveling and, um, also, be friendly. Don't have an attitude with people when you don't understand what they're saying. You're going to meet people who, obviously, because you're in their country, who are not going to speak English or speak English very well. But you, there's Google Translate, okay? Or you just have to appreciate that you're not going to be able to communicate with that person, but don't have an attitude with them. Just try to smile. Show them that you're friendly, that you're happy to be here, and you appreciate them allowing you to be in their country. You don't want to walk around and be rude and have an attitude with everybody because you don't understand. You're like, speak English. I hate when people say, speak fucking English, even here in America, because we're such a diverse uh, country here in America. You're going to meet people who don't speak English. And yeah, it could be frustrating. Like, the only time I agree with that is when it's like an Uber driver or <laughs> Uber Eats, because you're playing with my food now. I need to know. I need you to know where I'm at and speak English so I can understand. That's the only way I might be like, well, you need to learn English, but... In another country, never, never. I would try to learn that language before. I tried to learn Thai a little bit before I went to Thailand, but that's like a year worth. I couldn't. I, I could not. It took me a week just to learn how to say hi. And even now, I can't even tell you it because I forgot how to say it. So that's that. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so I talked about the excursions, um, meeting people. And um, starting groups and such. So you get to see new people and meet new people and, you know, do the research. Again, finding weed is very easy as long as you're not scared to ask where to find it. And always just make sure you say, like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to offend you, but I just wanted to know if you know where I could get marijuana from. The worst they could do is say no. And, you, I mean, be careful. You know if someone looks like an authority, you're not going to ask them. So just be careful with that. We don't want any issues. Okay. Um, now another thing, this may actually be my last thing that I have for you, um, is to, well, no, I have two things. Check for visas if you need a visa for that country and also, uh, international driving permit if you do intend to drive instead of using an Uber or a bus. So most places you do need, um, an international visa. Luckily, I mean, an international driver's permit. Luckily when I went to Thailand, I didn't need the driver's permit to do the motorbike. But I did hear stories of people getting pulled over on the motorbike and not having it and then being bribed or the officer trying to be bribed, you know? So if you're going to drive, I would definitely look into getting an international driving permit and just look ahead of time. Don't wait till you're about to leave to look that up. Do that ahead of time. And lastly, I want to say... If you're going to another country, choose a layover so you can see some other country. For Zanzibar, I mean, I don't choose a layover. I would rather a quick layover when I'm going to my destination. Like me going to Zanzibar, it stops in Dubai for three hours, four hours. So going there is I'm in Dubai for four hours. But coming back home, I'm in Dubai for 21 hours. And most um, airlines put you in a room if you're in that at the layover for over eight hours and um, you can have a place to stay or you can even pay a little bit extra if you want to be able to um, go to the 
the lounge, the airfare lounge. So just keep that in mind. And for Dubai, since I'll be there for 21 hours, I can get a visa done when I'm there. I don't have to do it ahead of time, or I can if I want. I can get that done. I can. My airline is actually going to help me book um, some excursions to do for 21 hours. I mean, 21 hours is a long time. And um, that I'm definitely going to be exploring Dubai. I didn't really care for Dubai, but being that that's where I'm going to stop at, um, I'm definitely going to take advantage of that because I don't know when's the next time I will go because Dubai really isn't that great on my list unless I like it when I'm there. So I'm definitely going to do some tours over there, and I've already checked with the airline. They're going to put me in a hotel room, and I might pay a little extra money just for some uh, to be in the lounge. It comes with food. It comes with drinks, you know, so it depends. I'm not sure yet. I am leaving for Zanzibar in July, so I'm really excited about that. And, um, yeah, that is – hold on. Okay, yeah, so that is pretty much what I had to tell you. But I did want to tell you a quick story before I go. You know, it's got story time with Miss A. (laughs) Yes. So, um, I would say I have traveled by myself on a plane when I was younger. Um, I went to Canada by myself, and I think I came back with an uncle when I was nine, so they put a little tag on me. And even I went to Ghana by myself one time, and I was actually in business class. I remember that, and I was probably 11 or something like that, but I came back home with my father. I think my father was already there, or my mom, I don't remember. And then I came back home with them, so... I've been, you know, I've been traveling here, there, or whatever, and it's just great. I love to travel. I've always traveled with my father on business trips within the United States. My mom, we always went to Ghana, so I'm an avid traveler. So when I was 21, I went to Ghana, and I had, um, what was it? I went to Ghana, and I had uh, brought back some weed with me, right? I was good. I packaged it up. I, I had a layover in Amsterdam, which I had a cousin there. So she picked me up from the airport. We went to her house. I had to rewrap my package. And don't ask me where I put it, okay? Don't ask. Don't tell. <laughs> <laughs> so um, she, helped, I, she gave me some repackage. That's when I told her what I was doing. So I thought I was good. You know what I'm saying? I go. I'm going back home. Get through customs, and I was scared as shit. I was like, oh, my God. Like, that was the scary part, going through customs. I made it home, and my father and my stepmom were still in Ghana for another two weeks. So I was good and everything. I bought the weed. We called it African Bombada. Turns out it was crappy. It was like, it was it was bullshit. That's all I have to say. It was whack. I probably wasn't even weed. So, of course, I was showing off about it, calling it African Bombada. And, of course, my friend's cracked on me and made fun of me, but I get it. I understand whatever, you know? So, um, I, my father had called me and he was like, mind you, my cousin that I stayed with in Amsterdam to help me re- or repackage for me. She's my mother's cousin. So she's not from my father's side. So when my father called me, he was like, he wanted her phone number because he wanted to get some stuff from her that he could have got from Ghana. It was kind of weird to me, but I didn't think about it at the time. Then he wanted me to pick him up from the airport which I didn't think about at the time, but I was weirded out because I was like, I'm working and nobody, the other, my cousin and my brother aren't working. Why can't they pick you up? And they're like, no, I want you to come. So boom, I go pick him up and my father, he likes to catch you in lies. So if he knows the answer, he still asks you the question. 
Boy, my freaking cousin told my mother about the marijuana that I bought with me to the United States. So my life was a living hell. My father, that's why he wanted me to pick him up. He wanted to tell me about myself. Um, and then he went in my room, and I was not careful with smoking. Since it was gone for two weeks, I was smoking in my bedroom. Um, so he went in my room, found all this paraphernalia, found seeds, stems, ashes, everything. So he took the door down on my bedroom. Um, I ended up moving out the ho- not really moving out, but leaving the house for like two weeks. I stayed with my aunt and uncle, then I stayed with my friends, then I stayed in the hotel before my family was like, uh-uh, y'all need to work this out. So... I didn't get caught by customs or police, but my parents, they punished me for what I did. And I would never do it again. I mean, I'm, I mean, I will do it smarter next time, which another smart way is actually roll it before you get on the plane. So roll that shit up, put it in the Blumville or whatever paper, whatever you do. And that's it. Put it in a Ziploc bag. So you roll it instead of bringing bulk, you know? So I've done that a few times. Um, not a lot. It may have been like four blunts that I rolled and took with me. So that's what I did. And that's how I travel solo. Traveling solo is the way to go. Um, you might be spoiled now and not want to travel with people. Because honestly, since I've gone away by, my, by myself, I haven't really wanted to travel with anybody else. When I went to Jamaica for 2020... I went to go meet my friend over there. He lives over there. So I stayed at his house, and then we went to an Airbnb. I went to Puerto Rico with two of my friends, and that was great. We had a great time. Um, there were some issues with the Airbnb, but after that, we got had a great time. And then I traveled when I went to Ghana. It was for my cousin's wedding because I'm from Ghana. And so I traveled with him and his wife and my brother and um, his best friend. So, you know, I have traveled with the others since my solo travel. And don't get me wrong. I do have a great time when I travel with people. But once you travel alone, you'll rethink traveling in groups a lot, you know? And so I wish you all the best of luck. You can follow my Instagram travel page, which is Miss A Loves to Travel. Again, that's M-I-S-S-A, Loves to Travel. Also follow me on Instagram, my lovely lunatic Leo life, all one word. And then also my YouTube page, Miss A TV Adrian, so you can see my many travels. Um, I have karaoke videos up there. I have some cooking uh, videos up there. And I'm just an all-around fun girl, and I just want to share my experiences with you. Next week, I'm going to have um, a spirit guide and a facilitator who facilitated my ayahuasca retreat which I went on last week, which was amazing. It was so life-changing. It was eye-opening. It was out of this fucking world. And I actually had, like, a out-of-body experience. Like, I connected with my soul and my ancestor. But I'm going to tell you all about it next week. And, um, yeah, my lovely news to take Leo Life is taking off. I'm going to be editing everything. I'm going to be posting everything weekly. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to see my past shows or my, my first season, which was from two years ago, feel free. I'm on almost every platform. I'm trying to get on some more platforms. If you know where I can go, let me know. If you have questions, DM me at my lovely lunatic Leo Life. And I thank you for listening. I love you. It's the one and only Miss A. Peace. Peace.